Blog Talk Radio. Mater, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every Monday at 4 p.m. I bring you a dynamic guest. Today we have a fabulous guest. Her name is Robin Moss Manning, known in the entertainment world as just Robbie. She's had a lifetime of experience in the performing arts. She began acting at the ripe age of three and took up ballet, jazz, and acrobats at the age of four. She performed for years on the stage and began her singing career in her teens. Her passion for acting led her to roles in live theater, film, and television. She earned her Bachelor of Arts in Theater Arts from Pepperdine University. Robbie has acted as executive producer for major stage productions and held the title of musical theater director for a professional dance company. She was employed by Disney as a story analyst and has worked as a story editor on a variety of books and film scripts. She has been a professional songwriter for six feature films, numerous stage productions, television, and radio. Throughout the years, she has had the extreme privilege of performing for royalty and dignitaries across the globe at major events and private functions. Her love of the theater continues today as she sings and performs on a regular basis. She also enjoys her role as a performance coach, mentoring the next generation to catch the theater bug. Robbie's current project is a culmination of her life's work, and she states that it is the greatest challenge and most exciting endeavor to date. She has currently written a musical in collaboration with her manager, Alice Ferrard, and will spend the next year in the recording Studio recording 22 original songs with her young, with her son, music producer Jonathan Bear. Fingers crossed, prayers to the heavens. We'll see you there in the audience, she says, with a smile on your face and a song in your heart. You can reach Robbie at email pr4mngmiraklz at aol.com. Welcome, Robbie. It's so great to have you on the show today. Well, Robbie, thank you so much. I just couldn't tell you what an honor and privilege this is to be here. Thank you so much for the invite to come be interviewed. This is wonderful. And also, thank you so much for the article in the Menifee Buzz. That was fantastic. You you did such a beautiful job, as always. And uh, I just love working with you, being your friend, being in your life. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're most deserving. You know, from everything I know about you, it sounds like the theater is always singing and film have always been a passion of your years. At what age did you really know that you wanted to pursue this? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give away my age here, Robbie, which is fine with me. I'm proud of my age. I'm uh, 61 at this point, but I was three years old. So the first uh, theater, it was children's theater. I was on stage when I was three years old. So my mom said I kind of came out singing, dancing, and acting. <laughs> Just had a zest and a love for theater. I, I, as far back as I can remember, I guess you'd say. Tell us some of the things you've done over the years that you, you know, that you have really loved doing and 
Um, and which one of them was your greatest passion? Well, um, gosh, it, you know, probably would depend on my age. You know, starting so young, um, I started really getting involved in dance and uh, took ballet, got pretty serious in ballet. And back in the day, you know, they used to put us on point in toe shoes very, very young. Uh, my feet pay for it today. <laughs> they kind of wait till your body develops now before you really go on toe. But I was a pretty serious ballerina uh, until I got into high school and met boys and, and started to go that direction and learned that I, had a, I could sing. So I uh, got involved with singing and, and loved acting and started taking acting classes. It was a little bit of everything at the same time, and then I got the opportunity to perform and started in high school doing shows and went on to get my degree in theater. It's just been one blessing after another, really. And so uh, what would you say is your most favorite of all the things that you've done? Well, oh, my goodness. I love writing. I really, really love to write. Um, That kind of blossomed uh, when we started doing film. I was writing lyrics for songs and met one of the directors who said, you know, I could really use some help on this scene and got involved with storytelling. And when that came about, I got to start writing and being a part of of storytelling and looking into scripts and was writing short stories at the time, went to work for Disney. Uh, I was a story analyst and and story editor for Disney, and that was just so exciting to me to be able to tell the story. And because of my love for all walks of it, you know, the the dancing, the acting, the singing, every part of it, uh, I liked getting inside the story and, and helping to develop that. Wow, I bet you were great. You're great at that. I've heard you sing well, and you're fabulous. You. What type of songs do you like to sing the most? I mean, what would oh, you say? Oh, my gosh. Well, let me tell you where I started. This is a, a pretty funny story. I was visiting family uh, in Buffalo, New York, when I was, I think it was 1968. I was like 13 years old. And uh, we went to the Moose Lodge. I don't know if anybody knows the Moose Lodge. But we went to the Moose Lodge, and there was a little orchestra there, and they we're playing Peggy Lee songs. And I got up and sang Fever by Peggy Lee when I was 13 years old. <laughs> and it was oh, wow. all over but the shout, and that's kind of where it began. So I really love the old Torch songs. But then, you know, as a teenager, I, I loved rock and roll. I liked Gracie Slick from Jefferson Airplane and Janis Joplin. And then I did some country for a while. I did some country recordings in Nashville and, and uh, got to work some, with some wonderful people there. And And uh, I just do a little bit of everything. I love jazz singing. So whatever the occasion, I just love to do it, and it's it's just really a blessing. What are some of your upcoming performances you have? Well, the upcoming performance is because of you. Uh, April 22nd, I'll be singing at the NAFI conference, the women's – excuse me, one sec – the Women's NAFI Conference on April 22nd. I'm really excited about that. I'll be traveling quite a bit uh, between now and then, and I'm currently in the recording studio. So really looking forward to that and love the live singing and, and love being a part of, of that conference. That is such an outstanding day, and, and uh, last year I got to be a part of it, and this year I get to be one of the entertainers. So thank you for that. Very exciting. And also also you're going to perform for the Canine Support Team fundraiser at Moss Museum on May 20th as well. I am, I am. I'm excited about that. So I have a few things going on in between those uh, live performances, but really right now 
the focus is is recording and writing and and uh, you're catching me today doing a little bit of that working in the studio today recording music for our upcoming video upcoming video about our project tell us a little i know you're working on a musical so tell us all about it what is it about Oh, my gosh, Robbie. Okay. Well, about three years ago, my best friend and I set out on an adventure. We decided that it was time to write a musical. Um, Actually, I have an overview of the story if you'd like me to read it. But before I get into that, I just... Oh, good. I'd love to tell you about it. Um, Before I read it to you, I just want to let you know. So uh, it was based on a deathbed promise to my mom. My mom, Diane, had failing health, but she was just an amazing lady and so positive. And she kind of sat us both down and she said, you're best friends. You have this talent. She lived in the desert and she said, promise me that you will bring your talent and come to the desert and do something fantastic. And we said, Okay, we will. Well, we put it off and put it off, and finally we were out in the desert and had a couple of interesting, uh, seems like uh, planted by fate, some things that came up, and we said, okay, that's mom. It's time for us to write the musical. So we have written the musical. We are in the editing process of of the storyline. The script itself is, is finished, but again, you know, still editing. It's called Palm Springs the Musical, Born to Sparkle. So we're very, very excited about it, and uh, we've written 22 original songs. We're in the recording studio right now working on those, and we've created a video presentation so that we can go out and show it to folks, you know, get people excited, get partners and and investors and everybody on board because we really think this is a story worth telling. Um, It's it's really a, a timely message of empowerment, love, and inclusivity, which really is something we re- we need right now right so no, let I... me let me read let me read you the story and um it's a lot of fun and uh i'll just get started so our story begins with a narrator bella de ball a seven foot tall drag queen famous throughout palm springs for her outlandish style and flair for fashion she appears throughout the show taking us on a journey in her bedazzled costumes perfectly coiffed wigs and excessive high heels This musical comedy, set in present day, is about two talented and passionate women, J.R. and L. J.R., short for Jewel Robbins, is a beautiful buxom redhead with the flair of a 40s pinup girl. The public adores her as a singer, songwriter, and actress on both stage and screen. Her best friend, L. Tanner, is a sexy, striking Armenian Armenian woman with bohemian gypsy style. She's a major player in the entertainment world, and an award-winning producer, director, and writer of stage and screen. Having achieved successful careers in the entertainment business, they moved from their stressful lives in Hollywood. Following a deathbed promise to JR's mom, the girls commit to pursuing her dream of recreating the fabulous Follies. They begin their adventure by, welcome, by being welcomed into a multicultural, all-inclusive melting pot of lifestyles in the heart of the Coachella Valley, Palm Springs. Early in their story, they venture out into the city and are redirected by fate to turn right on Palm Canyon Drive, a direction they'd never taken before. Along their journey, they they befriend a diverse cast of colorful characters, a virtual kaleidoscope of personalities who join them on their quest to bring back the Follies. So that's just, in a nutshell, (laughs) what the story is about. It's also got some great twists and turns. 
Yes, the story is based on Alice and I, uh, my best friend Alice Burrard, but really we wanted to make it uh, the truth with a twist. Uh, these characters are a little younger than uh, Al and I are. <laughs> we figured they could stand up to do a seven-day-a-week, seven you know, many, many shows in a day kind of thing. And um, there's, some, there's some twists and turns that ensue, a sizzling romance between Al and Sonny Larson, an extremely powerful casino executive, um, a series of devastating losses that bring JR to, to uh, life-changing realizations, an unexpected encounter with Eleanor, a deaf spirit guide who helps lead the girls on their journey, and the revelation that Elle's torturous relationship with her villainous stepfather, Vic Richards, was based on a long history of ruinous lies. The end of Vic's tyrannical reign as, he he as the head of the senior living facility, as LJR and their newfound friends expose his murderous secrets and bring him to justice. With the help of their new community family and newly liberated seniors, J.R. and L. are empowered to produce an award-winning recreation of the fabulous follies. Our story ends with a show-stopping musical extravaganza featuring the entire cast, who were all born to sparkle. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, and I know, some of your, I know some of those people you mentioned because I've seen them perform. Uh, I know you have. I know you have. I have a connection that would be really good to do have original. They only do things with original songs where they'd be great at, at promoting you. So I'm going to make that connection to you. Oh, you are so amazing. Robbie, they're thank called, you so much. They're called, they're called Chords and Vines. And, okay. And they, they, yeah, and I'll set you up with them. Cause I know oh, I you are so wonderful. Time. So that'll be good. Yeah, it's going to sound terrific and I thank you we're really excited you will be we'll get you front row seats robbie we've got to have you up front and center and we're very very excited about uh, the direction of it all so it really has been a culmination you know i don't think at 20 or 30 or 40 years old i would have said hey it's time to sit down and write a musical i don't think i would have had the uh, really the courage to do it it's it's kind of a crazy undertaking but at this point what have we got to lose? You know, we're just really right. excited about going for it and uh, dream big or go home, right? <laughs> well, so what is your time frame on this? Well, right now, like I said, we're in editing. We have 22 songs to record. Three of them are completed. And I can tell you it takes some time because we've written all the lyrics, but um, actually our music producer, who is my son, you mentioned it earlier, Jonathan Bear, is writing the music, composing the music, recording the music, engineering the music. <laughs> he's kind of a one-man yeah. band, so he's doing an amazing job and and it's going to take some time. So, I'm thinking, you know, over the next year, we're going to we're going to see a lot of it uh, come to com completion and and uh we're just we're going to let you know when we're ready to go. We are excited. Uh, um uh, I had a question I was going to ask you. Um you're singing some of the songs in it, too, right? You're performing actually in the show yourself. Well, no, we are not performing in the show because, seriously, we're hoping this will be a big enough production that, you know, we'll be executive producer, we'll be acting as writers and executive producers. And the person, you know, I don't know if you caught the, the JR is for Just Robbie, but it's not really Just Robbie. It's Jewel Robbins. So she's probably more in her 40s than her 60s. And uh, yeah. Al is is L. I'm sorry. I remember age is just a number. I said age is just a number. Oh no, I know, I know. Yeah, absolutely. You are right about that. But we feel like we want to be on the outside in the creative end and hire 
director and professional actors to take the show because we want this to go national and who knows? Oh yeah, and, and it might might New end York. up being a yeah. screenplay. Yeah, go. We're going to go to New York for sure, and and so you know, can do we really want to do seven shows? You know, I think it really comes at this point. It's like, what do we want to do? And yes, I'm singing the the female vocals and background vocals on the demos for the video. Yes, my voice is on that, um, and we are definitely the creative end of it. But I'm excited to see, you know, who might play Jr. Who might play L. Tanner? You know. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. And look at you know, uh, you know. I know that you said you um, in there. I remember since you're you also do stuff as a performance coach. What does that entail? Well, you know, for me, I feel like there's so many young people with such great talent. And for a while, I worked in a musical theater company as an actual vocal coach. But what I was finding is these kids that have been trained and trained and trained, they come in and they have these beautiful voices, and the minute they sing, I don't care. It's, it's, you know, it's like, well, why are you singing that? And that's really not a song suited for someone your age, and let's find a song that suits you. So I became a performance coach. What, what that entails is working with the, like a young lady who's singing a song, and maybe she's not using her, her full body and her full spirit and her full range of emotion, even at 16, you might have, you know, you've got a range of emotion and maybe you've never had lost love, but maybe you've had a lost puppy. So we work on the whole, it's kind of based on method acting with vocal coaching at the same time. And we're really working on the entire performance of the individual. So I've had, I've done this, you know, professionally with a musical theater company and also um, in my home. You know, when friends have said, gosh, my daughter's trying out for a play, and would you just listen to what she's doing and maybe tweak some of it or give her some advice? And I, that's, I just love to do that because I got so much help growing up, you know? You're going to meet an amazing young lady who was nine years old at our conference. Her name is Cameron McGregor. She is right. amazing. She's like she sings like Brenda Lee. Oh, wow! She's awesome. In I fact, can't I, wait. I had her. I had her enter the the the, uh, the Temecula Valley Symphony had a jingle jangle contest, and she entered it and she won. And she ended up singing with the whole orchestra, both at uh, two performances and got two standing. Both performances got standing room only. She's oh my gosh. TV shows. She's taking dancing now, but she is she, her personality, and she's just the sweetest thing. And so that is we're wonderful. And I just think you two are going to hit it off, and you're going to love. Oh, her. I and can't maybe, wait to meet her. I can't wait to meet her, and I, I think that's so neat. I mean, just to think about being nine years old and having that much talent, and and I love that you say that she has such personality because that's so important, you know. Uh, that's such a big part uh, of it. Now you you traveled across the globe and you've done performances for dignitaries and tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> well, believe it or not, I lived in the Middle East. I lived in Kuwait uh, back in the day in 1975, and um, one of the dignitaries I sang for. Well, there was a group of them there, but um, I got to sing for the Crown Prince and and sang at the palace. And you talk about you know. A uh, little girl from Riverside, California, 
going to the big town and big time and uh, and singing in that environment. And I'll never forget it as long as I live. It was I'm uh, sure, challenging. I'm sure you had a big I bet it was challenging to try to explain to them where Riverside, California was. <laughs> it definitely was. I just would say California in the United States is pretty much what I would tell them. But um, it was a very exciting time, and it, it, it just, boy, you talk about uh, something that stayed with me for, for my entire life. I mean, I did, you know, uh, tour in, in Europe and sang in England for a while and did, you know, local venues and that sort of thing, but... That that's probably one of the marked time where I can say, you know, it was it was an experience of a lifetime. Yeah, you, and you learn a lot. You know, you learn about different cultures and things of that sort. Oh my goodness, uh, what, yes. Tell us about uh, other than the musical you're working on. Do you have any other future goals? I'm uh, well. To be honest with you, I'm hoping this is going to be what I'm doing for like the five year plan. Um, I know that Hamilton, it took him six years. We've been working on this a little over two, like two and a half years. Uh, we've got a long way to go. So I'm very single-minded focused right now. This is it. It's, it's a lot to bite off and a lot to chew. And other than, you know, performing live and continuing that and, and working with, you know, the kids and coaching and, and those kinds of things, this is my sun-up, sundown job. Uh, and it's more fun than I've ever had in my life. I can tell you that much. Well, especially when you're working with somebody that's been your lifetime friend. That is, that makes it even more fun. Well, I mean, isn't that amazing? I, I've thought about who I could have really done this with, and there's really no one else with the temperament. N- number one, she's got the skills and talent and ability. But as best friends, you know, I really wouldn't recommend this process to anybody. <laughs> You have to just be extremely um, critical and observant and straightforward with each other. And, you know, sometimes you might step on that other person's toes, but we do really well with, you know, not taking it personally and trying to, well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean you don't like that line? Or what do you mean that's not what she would say? What would you say? What do you think she would say? And, boy, do we dig and we dig and we dig. And and um, it's an amazing process. We've learned so much in this process. We started back in the day with 20 pieces of paper on my living room floor. We moved furniture and we just titled them Act One, Scene One, and we had 20 scenes and two acts. And that's how the whole thing began. And 100 pages later, we have what we think is an excellent script. We're really, really, real proud of it. And what a process. And I, I'm just so glad that my friend is, has been on board for it. And we've just had so much joy doing this what would you say as some you know somebody like in their like you were young when you got into the business what kind of tips would you give somebody wanting young that wanted to go into the business well because I'll I'll use my son as an example Um, he was born just with natural talent Uh, his dad is is a virtuoso I mean he's just a phenomenal musician So Jonathan got that talent. He got the musician talent, and then he got the bug to perform, which he got from me. That's that's very directly me. So he got both of those bugs, both of those genes. And his dad and I sat him down and said, well, we're excited for you, and we're going to promote you, but you're not doing any of it without a serious education. 
So he got his education. He went to uh, Long Beach State University and got into the music program there, which is highly, highly competitive. And then from there, he went to the Bob Cole Conservatory of Music and graduated with top honors from there as a percussion performance major. I mean, he had to be proficient at all melodic instruments. Uh, He had to learn to orchestrate. He had to learn everything there is to know in music. And consequently, what that's given him uh, in a really great uh, viewpoint is he's he's able to do anything he needs to do. He he works for Disney full-time. Uh, performs there, he writes, he records, uh, he tours, <laughs> he kind of he does it all. Um, he definitely got that from mom and dad, but what, what I'm so proud of is that he did seek his education. So that would be the number one thing I would say to anyone uh, in today's world. Because of the competition, there's so much to know and get your degree. I mean, your fallback position is you can teach. You know, um, Jonathan's al- also written books about uh, about the music and, and fundamentals on how to play. And so, you know, it really takes you down any path you need to go. And I think it's kind of a, a cushion to, to have that education behind you. Yeah, that's true. And you're right. And the good thing is with doing all that, it really helps to make sure that that's the path he really wanted to go on. Because he's well, exactly the- right. <laughs> oh, boy. No truer words are ever spoken. Because once you get on that path, it's so daunting. It's very, very hard to uh, compete in that world, even in education. I mean, if you're, pl- if you're practicing six hours a day, it's hardly enough, and you're going to school. So uh, it's very, very difficult. And if you survive it, you're going to survive the music business or, or the entertainment world. So... I got my degree in theater, um, but I'm really glad for the foundation of dance, and music was just kind of a natural thing for me. Didn't really get an education in music, but I've always loved to perform. So, yeah, definitely education is key. Um, when you do perform, do you have a website, something where you post where you're going to perform, or, or if people wanted to... Actually, we have, a, we have an entertainment email. We're working on our website for the musical right now. But I can give you that uh, email as well as the one that you gave them. It's B2, okay, yeah, B2, the number two. So B is in boy, two, S. So that's short for Born to Sparkle, of course. Born to Sparkle Prods, P-R-O-D-S, at gmail.com. So B2S Prods at gmail.com. And that's where we do a lot of our entertainment posting and and, uh, connecting. So that'll be great. And people can go there to see where where you're going to perform next. I know I enjoyed meeting you the night I saw you perform. And I've been following your your performance and wanted to get back to Palm Springs several times, but it just didn't work out. But I will be there one of these days. Well, that was such a such a treat to meet you that night. I don't think I've ever made met another Robbie and boy, I have I got to, you know, step up my game. <laughs> now that I've met you, yeah, so what, Yeah, look what you get to be when you get to be 81. <laughs> You're something else. I know. Yeah. We were we were so blessed and honored to be a part of your birthday and and just um for for your 80th, you that was fantastic. I- yeah, but the second one came around too fast. I thought I'd just finished the 80, and here it was my 80th 
Well, that was a big that was a big birthday. Yeah. So much fun and what a what a group of friends you have an amazing you know networking family. It's 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 so amazing and impressive, really. Well, I'm, so, I'm so honored to have you be part of it and we're down to about one minute, so I want to tell Oh, my again, gosh, that went again, fast, Robbie. <laughs> tell them again the name of your musical that you're working on and how they can reach you. Palm Springs the Musical, Born to Sparkle. Reach us at B2SPRODS, B2SPRODS at gmail.com. Robbie, thank you so much for this opportunity. What an honor and privilege to know you and to be a part of your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a, it's been fun, and, and I can't wait to see you perform at the next two events that I know you will, I'll be able to be at because I'm part of them. Wonderful. So, have, a, have a great day, and thank you again for coming on board today. Thank you so much, Robbie. God bless. God bless. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.